The following is a live broadcast of a Lone Star Community Radio program. Recorded and broadcasted live on IRLoneStar.com, Connors FM 104.5, 106.1, and Facebook.com slash IRLoneStar. For more information on this show, please visit our show page at IRLoneStar.com slash shows. To sponsor or donate to this program, visit our donate page at IRLoneStar.com slash donate. Or email us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or give us a call at 936-666-1084. Lone Star Community Radio production and broadcast is possible by folks like you. So sponsor and donate today. You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW Lope Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe, and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Extension Hour. I'm Amy Ressler, County Extension Agent for Family and Community Health, and I've got two wonderful guests with me today. You might recognize Kelly a lot because she was on our last show with us, and she is the... Uh, mental health specialist for Conroe ISD. And then John Tyndall has joined us. And John, what's what's your real job? My real (laughs) job? job. (laughs) I work for the Montgomery County Food Bank. I'm the director of volunteer services there. So if you're looking to get out of the house and come volunteer for a worthy cause, go to the food bank website and sign up to volunteer. Because did I see an article, you guys need some help because you had... Somebody helping the National, National Guard, Guard okay. was there for three months, wow. and they knit. Yeah. They moved uh, over a million and a half pounds of food. That's wow. like emptying the warehouse one and a half times. Wow! So now it's us. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so you need more people, more help. Yeah, we're yeah. we're getting some really good responses though. It's a good, lot of fun. Good. I love seeing the volunteers come back. I really miss them, but uh, it's. It's going good. Good. So before we get too far into it, do you want to tell people how they can volunteer? What? Sure. Just go to the uh, Montgomery County Food Bank website. It's mcfoodbank.org and check, uh, click on the volunteer link and it shows you the calendar, tells you everything you need to do to sign up and then you just show up and get ready to, to have fun while you're doing good. Good, good. So we have Kelly and John with us here today because Montgomery County has a behavioral health and suicide prevention task force. And that um, has been in existence for about a year. But actually, you guys kind of laid the foundation for it, along with Judge Mack. And he couldn't be with us here today, but we'll try to have him on a future show um, because it's always interesting to listen to him talk about how and why the task force came into existence. But you guys have really been kind of his right and left hand (laughs) on these kinds of things. So um, do you guys, tell us a little bit. So first of all, what is it? Why does it exist? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I can kind of talk about the progression of it. So my very first day on the job as mental health specialist, so I was a campus counselor, got the job. So I believe it was July 20th of... um, 2018 I go to work and say hey you got to come to a meeting at Lone Star Family Health so it was Lone Star Family Health it was um the school district it was yes to youth I'm trying to go around the table to make sure everyone was there because there's a lot of people in there who are invested in Montgomery County and the mental health of Montgomery County and it was Texas Children's Dr. Paul Serboff Mm. was there he's a chief medical officer and really he wanted he had his team there and he wanted to hear what does Montgomery County need from Texas Children's Mm -hmm. so this is amazing you know you're you're asking us what we need you know as a school district um you know, and as Tri-County and all of the entities. And so we started talking about it. And from that, it was, okay, what can we do? And so there was a lot of discussion about it. So that was July 2018. And then we said, okay, we want to get some players in a room. And we thought the meeting would be 70 people. This is a Dr. Serba and myself and mm-hmm. Denise Sapola, my coordinator for guidance and counseling. We were looking for a room for 70 people. And we wanted just people in the community, therapists and doctors. Who wants to talk about mental health and what we can do? Mm-hmm. And kind of a needs assessment. Um, and so we were planning it. And then um, Dr. Serba said one day, it was probably... I don't know, maybe February of 2019, said, hey, I just read an article about a guy named Judge Mack. He's like, why don't you call him? 
why don't you see what, you know, he's talking about mental health, and it was right after he mm-hmm. talked to the Woodlands Township about um, mental health, and that was in the paper, and um, and so he's like, why don't you just call him? And so I did. I, I called and said, I need an appointment with him, mm-hmm. and so I show up, and um you know, growing up in Willis, I've crossed paths with Judge Mack before, you know, uh, in, <laughs> in, a good, in a good way. Yeah, right. no, in a good way. We need to clarify we that. Say that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, never yeah. in a bad way. I was too afraid. I didn't even get a speaking Mr. ticket. Misdemeanor court. Yeah, yeah. I know. So, um, you know, I we know people and it kind of, so I scheduled a meeting with him, show up and talk and I just say like, this is kind of what we're thinking. And I said, and I've put together an email list of everyone I want to invite and he said, I'm trying to plan a meeting like that, but I don't have the email list. And I had it, I'm way over organized, a little bit to a fault, but I had it very organized. And he said, we were just going to kind of do an open forum. So let's kind of blend it. And so that's when it started, things started happening. And so March 22nd of 2019, um, there was a large group of people met at Texas Children's and um, you know, Kim Hess, who's been kind of the pioneer for mm-hmm. talking about teenage um, suicide and, and how it impacted her family. She was there. And I mean, going around the table, there was just a lot of heavy hitters um, who have been plowing or paving the way, you know, for this. I, I say plow because sometimes I feel like it's it's work. It's hard, you know, yeah, um, yeah. for mental health discussions. Right. Because it's that's one of the things that it's difficult to talk about. Like people uh, don't really yeah. want to talk about mental health or mental health is, is something else or someone else. And it's just, it's over there and I don't want to hit it head on. Right. So we have people from first responders there. Mm-hmm. We had, you know, um, Grace Theology represented, Tri-County, Evan um, Robertson was there. I mean, lots of people. Yes to Youth was there. Um, and so we started planning this meeting. You know, what's it going to look like? We didn't know. And this time we're going, hey, guys, it would be good if we could get like 150 people to show up. And so, you know, Judge Mack, if you've ever met him, he doesn't do anything small. And so he was (laughs) like, hey, I can get the convention center. And so we're okay. So then it just started going from there. And on March 19th, no, wait, I'm trying to think, March 16th of 2019, um, we showed up in a room and 450 people showed up with us and said, we need to do something about this. And it was our, uh, Judge Matt calls it a call to action meeting yeah. because we needed to call people to action. What are we going to do um, about this? And so it was bigger than we ever imagined. When we started with, do you think 70 people would show up and, you know, maybe 100 people? I, mm-hmm. I don't know. And then that's where it was It was born out of that. It was just mm-hmm. everyone's passion. And, you know, through it, I met John and it's been um, a wonderful friendship there. And then he just took it and has taken the task force to a place I, I never could have dreamed it would go. Um, I know. He's rolling his eyes right now. You can't see it, but he is. But, I mean, he is. He's just a humble and selfless leader, and he does it with humor, and he keeps us going. Um, and I think this might have fizzled out if it wasn't for you taking the reins. So. Well, I first found out about it. I think it was a Facebook ad yeah. or something, and I read about it, and it was something that was near and dear to me. So I just showed up as a just a, an interested bystander, and I was trying to think how I ended up doing this. I can't. I don't even recall <laughs> it, what happened. It was. Fate. It, but I it think was. it was. I think you might have somehow we connected. Oh, in email, and we said, "Hey, let's meet and let's chat." Yeah. And then somehow you took it over. That's it, because you wanted out. <laughs> well, I, yes. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. You have. You had. Uh, you had to start getting back ready for school or so your, yeah, your was, plate got full yeah, it may. and you're like hey anyway you can help me out and sucker that i am said <laughs> he didn't know what said, was happening sure. john it's the visionary leader sure. that you are right yes that's how we're framing yes. it i will say that yeah um and so yeah john took it over and has kept us going and um, you know, and now we have, we built these work groups is what we called them. Cause we wanted people to know you're showing up to work. Um, and we just, those came out of the top of our head when we were planning it. And then since then they've changed. So you want to go through, what, what do we got? What are the work groups? Yeah. <laughs> so we have 13 different work groups. Um, adult, uh, one that focuses on adult suicide, one that deals with uh, behavioral health and suicide issues in addictions, pediatric suicide, um, 
suicide is one of the leading causes of death of kids uh, mm -hmm. 17 and under. Um, military connected work groups. That's the way we wanted to phrase that because a lot of times their situation affects their family. Mm -hmm. And so we want everyone to feel welcome to plug into that group, their families and the veterans yeah. who might be dealing with the issue. Um, first responders, uh, we have a marketing communications and technology subgroup that are phenomenal. Oh, yes. They're the ones that make us look good and <laughs> seem like we know what we're doing. All the pretty flyers yeah. <laughs> that they've designed. Them. Yeah, that's great. Um, then we have a training in community development. Uh, they, they perform the trainings and they help build the connections with the community and get the people who are trained in front of the people who need to hear about it. So it's a great resource for connecting interested individuals in the community with more information with people who they can sit down and talk to and have face-to-face one-on-ones or in front of a group or things like that. Um, where was I? Um, <laughs> resources and implementation. That's, uh, that's critical. Um, if you or somebody you love is having a mental health crisis, where do you go? What do you do? This group is making it so you can go one place and get all your answers and have somebody, you know, hold your hand basically going through that process to make sure that your situation or your loved one gets taken care of so they don't fall through a gap mm -hmm. during that critical time. Yeah, because people don't realize like not every counseling is created equal. Like there's specific counseling um, modalities that you use in different situations. So when you just look up on a website and say, oh, I want this counselor. And then you're like, mm -hmm. counseling didn't work for me. Therapy didn't work for me. It's mm -hmm. like, but you might've been using the wrong type. And I, and I walk people through that. And I love that um, our resource group, Mosaics of Mercy, they mm -hmm. do it. Um, and the other people on there too. But they walk them through because it's hard. How do you navigate the insurance world? How do you know what to ask? You you need that coach. You need mm -hmm. someone holding your hand that says, we're going to walk through this together. Because we've talked about that um, on a previous show, heightened emotion and rational thinking. <laughs> so together. when you're in a crisis, you're just not thinking clearly. Right. It's not that you're unintelligent. It's just I can't think clearly. So can someone come alongside me? to think clearly and sometimes a crisis affects the whole family so maybe the whole family's not thinking mm -hmm. clearly so you don't have someone to reach out to so that group is i mean it's just amazing and we're so grateful to have that in our community and, and that's a real need because if you just use the internet like you <laughs> might pull up 10 therapists yeah. that work in your that uh you know work in your zip code but you'll get five or eight of them that aren't accepting new patients or they don't take your insurance or things like that so mosaics of mercy is setting it up to facilitate that pathway mm -hmm. through all that to make sure we can shorten the amount of time from when you reach out and say you need help to when you actually are sitting in front of somebody who can help you help mm -hmm. your life get better yeah is the short it can as short as it can possibly be definitely and just to uh, interject a little bit here some mosaics of mercy sherry burkhardt came uh, on the show she did, um, she she did so yeah talked a lot about mosaics of mercy and what they do so you know when you just hear it you think what what is that but kind of what you've just explained helping people navigate through mm -hmm. the mental health um opportunities that are out there so um Sherry was was a great great guest, and if um, so, this is being podcast and recorded so that you can play it back again. So if you're wondering and you want to know more about Mosaics of Mercy, you can go back and find the one with um, Sherry to learn more about them. And and she's representative of the caliber of people that are part of this yeah. task force. We have some top of the line oh, people yes. involved. Um, I'm humbled to be working with them. I'm just the, the ringleader, the circus master, if you will. <laughs> All these people are out there doing the work and they are phenomenal. Hmm. So, so resources and implementation. And then we have uh, major mental health. Uh, we have uh, special needs, autism, uh, and neurodiversity. We have a group that's focused on trauma and grief. Like some say somebody dies by suicide in your immediate circle of influence who how, what do you do mm -hmm. how do you process we have a special team that focuses on that of people who know what they're doing either from the therapy side or who've experienced it 
what happens? Who better than somebody like that you want showing up at your house to put their arm around you and say, you know what? We're going to get through this together, and I'll show you how. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just phenomenal. That's a, that's a tremendous area to work as well. There's a mission and vision committee. That's basically what I do is just um, keep, keep the, everybody rolling. Yeah. Um, then we have uh, Building Stronger Communities. Oh, we get excited about that mm. one because that's Amy and I. That's We're our co-chairs. group. <laughs> yeah, I co-chairs can't think of, of what they do though. <laughs> yeah, what do they do? <laughs> We do it all. It's I all know. so we're we're on the preventative side. So building the stronger communities before, hopefully, before families mm-hmm. get to crisis. So if we can help prevent getting to that point, um, then yeah. that's part of what yeah. building stronger communities does. How do we does. strengthen the community? Mm-hmm. That's why ag extension is so important because of all the things you do. I mean, what what are some things that throw people into crisis? Well, it could be finances. Well, you guys have financial classes, mm-hmm. you know, um, and then there's a lot of other great places in there that help give people the tools, the coping skills they need. So when they face that crisis, they, you know, are ready to tackle it. So that's what, that's yeah. what we do. From your mission statement, it says that, uh, to <laughs> cultivate a more resilient and connected community, mm-hmm. which is preventative, mm-hmm. you know, the more resilient you are and the more connected you are. I mean, that's about prevention, you know, let's not get to the red line let's mm, let's yeah. head it off and if we could like our goal people sometimes go i don't know that that's possible but our goal is to never have even suicidal ideation a thought of suicide from somebody in our community and that might be oh well that's so big how can you accomplish it but if mm. that's not our goal what are we working for mm. like that's what our goal is and so that our job is to lighten the load of everyone else that that's how we see it uh, we want um adult suicide or pediatric suicide to go guys we have nothing to do now because we're, <laughs> we don't have this issue that is what we want um for the building stronger communities and that's what we hope for Montgomery County and our surrounding areas is that we are so strong together that we can tackle anything that comes our way. Right. It's helping to build an empathetic community. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really what people need right now right. is empathy. They don't yeah. necessarily want you to solve anything, but they want to know that you care. Yeah. And the more that we can reach out to other people and build those connections, the, the stronger the community is going to be. It's going to be a better place to live. It's going to be a more successful place to live. It's going to be a happier place to live. Mm-hmm. All these things are moving us in that direction. That's what I find so exciting about this task force is that Man, we are making Montgomery County better mm-hmm. just by just by paying attention, and it's phenomenal. And you know, everybody who joins our group says something similar to that. It's like yeah. it feels so good to know that there are people doing this kind of work and to be a part of it. And it's like, amen. Right? Yeah. yeah it's very, um, I, I, you know, it's kind of unique, and I wish that it wasn't unique. I wish every community was like that Mm -hmm. and that um, it wasn't something that had to be like this amazing thing that Mm -hmm. it just happened. But um, when we talked about um, in one of our previous shows about, or no, no, in this show, you were talking about plowing the way. So, you know, it is, it takes some work. It takes people interested and invested Mm -hmm. to actually make it happen. And that's really what the Behavioral Health and Suicide Prevention Task Force has been doing. Um, So we're going to take a break. But we're going to come back because we're going to learn more about what the community, what the work groups are doing. They're not committees, they're work groups. And um, we'll talk a little bit more about suicide prevention and behavioral health and what that means and how we are making Montgomery County a better place. Um, Because it's kind of, so Extension got involved because we're about helping Texans better their lives um, through our people, our programs, and our partnerships. And we are just really honored to be a part of this um, task force as well and and to have Kelly and John here today talking about that so that we can get more people involved but we'll be back in just a a couple of minutes and you're listening to the extension hour right here on Lone Star Radio 104.5 106.1 and we will be right back Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. 
That's Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio, broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. What can the Better Living for Texans program do for you? You can learn how to increase your consumption of fruits and vegetables, choose foods that are relatively inexpensive and good to eat, make your food dollars last longer, prepare quick, nutritious meals, help your children learn how to eat healthier snacks, and much more. Our program is committed to helping people like you improve your health through providing research-based nutrition education in a friendly, cost-free, and relaxed environment. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your questions. Get seen on TV, YouTube, and heard on our podcast, FM, and internet radio. Support your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Welcome back. This is the Extension Hour. Our people, our programs, our partnerships with Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service. Um, we're all about helping Texans make their lives better. And one of the ways that we're doing that is being a part of something way bigger than what we are. But the Behavioral Health and Suicide Prevention Task Force is a um, group, an organization. It's not even it's not even really formal. And we've been talking about Judge Mack. He's the one who um, he, he helps uh, spearhead it along with Kelly and along with John and um, you know, he, he says it's he doesn't want to make it too formal because he doesn't want it to go away and he wants it to be really flexible and and to really continue to grow and address the needs um, that that are here in Montgomery County. And part of that part of the reason why he wanted that is um, as as a justice of the peace. He's one who presides over a lot of suicides and he just was said he had been seeing those way, way too much, and he just wanted to do something about it. So Kelly Locke got involved, a part of mineral health specialist with Conroe ISD, and then New Caney ISD is also involved. Yeah. And, I mean, like pretty much all of the ISDs Montgomery, are involved. Uh, Willis, yeah. So in some capacity, someone from all of the school districts in mm -hmm. Montgomery County um, are involved. So that amazing right and then as John you talked there's 13 different work groups so all um, addressing different segments of the population that have really um, some unique experiences and unique challenges that they um, have in terms of so and suicide prevention. we the whole idea was mm -hmm. to create a safety net in Montgomery County so no one with uh, behavioral health or suicide uh, ideation would fall through the cracks and be un, you know, unreachable. So the way it's organized is, the, uh, and, and your listeners can advise if they see a gap mm -hmm. in our safety net, tell us because we want to close it. But the way we have it envisioned is uh, there's pre-event uh, that's, you know, outreach and awareness that we provide to the community education you know here's the pre-event then we have the crisis event itself when that happens then we have resources there and training to cope with that situation and then we have post-event support and continuing care for uh, civilians and veterans veterans families first responders and families and then uh, then we have crisis event assessment which is where we talk through the case after we've handled it just to loop back and make sure we were as good as we possibly could be at each of the other steps so we learn from it and the idea is that we do this uh we follow our process and we help people out and we can uh develop a a, a a template that we can share with other communities who mm. want to start this as well. Right. So we'll have done a lot of the testing and worked out most of the bugs and then just share it. Cause what if every community had a group like this mm -hmm. 
you know, we, we would all yeah. be better off. We want it to be, you know, where another community can take it and just reproduce it and implement it, you know, and not have to start where we started and going through all of it. So that that's always been the hope. And it it's not a group of experts. It's a group of people who care. You know, it's from all walks of life because what John just explained is that you need people, you can't just have you know, experts in the room, because then sometimes you get a little too book knowledge. You need to have also people who've gone through these situations Mm -hmm. who can sit alongside someone and say, I've walked in those shoes. You know, I've been where you are. And then um, continue that care. They know what you need, Mm -hmm. even if you can't say it. So we need everybody from someone who's just like, hey, I think I might want to get involved in something in the community to people who've experienced any walk of life. Like you have a place in our our group. And it's the one thing that is kind of, I get questions a lot. It's like, well, you know, what about are there anyone like that's that's paid to work? Is there employees? I mean, is this like who's the where's the money coming from? And I'm like, there's no money. Yeah. <laughs> um, we rely on volunteers and and community donations when we run big events. Um, but it's all it is just all volunteers. There's not a paid position, um, and so everybody is giving a part of their time to say this is important. Um, and so. That's kind of what makes us so strong, though. I, I love that. Because once you start getting mix. too many people um, who haven't gone through some things that our people have gone through, it's like we lose that uh, real aspect of it. And I like the fact that we have experts as well, you know. Uh, so yeah. you hear the whole thing, and I think it gives us a better uh, conception of the problem. Yeah. You know, when you hear about it from all sides, we might think of something, but then somebody who who's, does addictions uh, therapy for a living, you know, they have other uh, knowledge that we, the, you know, the the peasants don't, <laughs> you don't have. Oh, it's the but um, it's an awesome group. It's an amazing mm-hmm. group, and that's what's uh, that's what's so good about it. And it's got a lot of flexibility to it as well. So a lot of the situations are going to be very similar. Like you said, people who've gone through it can help others, but no two situations are going to be exactly the same. So there's a lot of variations in the um, work group so that there's yeah. um, just things that are special to different types mm-hmm. of people and so and, that they can help. And you know how when somebody tells you about, like, I, you know, my car broke down, I need somebody, and you know a good mechanic, you mm-hmm. know that feeling you get when you say, I know a guy. Mm-hmm. And you well, can trust this guy. <laughs> that's the thing with this group is, like, we now know, and based on the on who's leading what group, if somebody comes to us, this just happened recently, yeah, a few weeks ago. So I said, hey, a close friend of mine committed suicide. Uh, I'm going to his family's house uh in a day you know tomorrow what can i share with them and i reached out to our people and we just got him surrounded with people who care people who know and people who have resources that can help everybody involved in the situation and that was so awesome because that's exactly what we're trying to do you know ideally we were able to to stop the crisis from happening but we have help for a crisis that does come come upon us. So yeah, it's so it just, turns into postvention turns into prevention for someone else. Yeah. And I remember I got John's message on that. And before I could even respond, I before there were already five people who had responded, and I'm reading through, going, "All right, well, I got nothing else to give you because they, you know." And mm-hmm. so it's it's like when you get involved, you to volunteer. It's not like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I have the time because in that situation it was already solved by other people. So we yeah. all share the load. Um, and if you're like, you know what? I, I don't know that suicide is really where I'm wanting to talk about. And some people don't feel comfortable there. They're not there yet. That's why we have it. This is going to be a shameless plug for mine and Amy's group for the building stronger communities, because that is just, if you live in Montgomery County and you want a more resilient community, happier, healthier people, that's us. You know, we are all way before the crisis. Um, it's family events. It's, you know, things that churches are offering and the Ag Extension Office. What do you offer? And the schools and bringing it all together of just connecting people to knowledge, to fun activities, you know, all of that. So, Because mm-hmm. there really is two parts to this task force, right? There's the 
behavioral health yes. and suicide prevention. Mm-hmm. So it's not really just one or the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and behavioral health, some people are kind of, what is that? And so that is the term that's used um, more in the medical field. So it's it's where we'll go, but you know, it's kind of society's a little bit behind science. But it's, so in the medical field, they say behavioral health. And what is that? Well, underneath that is mental health, but it's also the neurodiversity and where autism lies. So you don't want, if we just stuck with mental health, some people don't address all the needs um, in it. And so behavioral health was that big umbrella to where mental health and crisis and neurodiversity all live under. Um, And so that's kind of how that was. You know, the thing about behavioral health you know, health doesn't mean just the absence of disease. It means the presence of other things, you know, like positivity of resilience, Mm -hmm. like we were talking about. Um, There's other things that the behavioral health can put into your life to help you be more immune to some of those other things. So health isn't just the absence of illness. It's actually building on top of yeah. it. And it's reminding people that it is behaviors. And so sometimes when people hear mental health, it's like, well, there's nothing I can do about it. And it's like, but it's all underneath behaviors because there are behaviors that help your mental health. And then there's behaviors that hurt it. And then there's mental health um, affects your behavior. And so it's all intertwined in that. And so it's the behaviors that we do every day um, affect our mental health and where we are. And so John and I were talking about the power or a positivity, right? And so that's a behavior. Mm-hmm. That's something I can do. I can be a positive person. I can do positive things. And so my behavior, sometimes it is just stepping out. Um, one of the things is like, when they say when you're really starting to hit lows in depression and things, how can I help someone else? Well, that's a behavior. And that is one of the best ways to boost your mental health up is to how can I help someone else? It takes it off of me. What am I doing to help someone else? And so volunteering, helping out is a behavior that improves mental health. And a lot of times people ignore mental health until something goes really bad. You know, when there's other things that you could do, all along you know there's there's tests and checklists and ways to keep a scorecard of your mental health as you go through your day Mm -hmm. and when you see a trend starting there's concrete actions or suggestions that you can take Mm -hmm. to get back out of that Mm -hmm. so no one should should have to live a miserable life there's there's ways to get out of it and to and to live a proactively positive life um and you know, to me, that's powerful, knowing that, knowing like, hey, there's a process, just like physical health, mm-hmm. right? You wouldn't yeah. expect to run the, the Ironman without putting some work in at the gym. Same with the mental health. You have to do some exercises to keep you on that level. It's you empowerment, know? you know, with blood pressure. Maybe there's a time where people are like, there's nothing I can do. I was just born with high blood pressure. And now we're like, no, no, no. There are things you can do. Daily things. Yeah. So -hmm. there's behaviors you can do. And so it's empowering me. I Mm -hmm. can take this back. Same thing with mental health. And so I I feel like we're getting there. um, And we're on the right track in Montgomery County is to think of physical health and mental health in the same way. And they're not, it's not wrong. I mean, there's things that we're born with genetics. There's things that happen to us in our life that our experiences form our mental health just like it does our physical health and then but it's not there's not good and bad it's just this is Mm -hmm. who I am and this is what I need to do you know I'm not a bad person because high blood pressure runs in my family Mm -hmm. it's just I need to be aware of it and I need to watch um and make healthy choices and the same thing with mental health I'm not a bad person because this runs in my family Mm -hmm. Or because this thing happened to me, you know, with, or we can talk about with PTSD. I'm not a bad person and that's post-traumatic stress um, disorder. So I'm not a bad person because this event happened. This is just what I'm dealing Mm -hmm. with now. And so how do I protect myself? How do I um, work on those behaviors? And just to add to that too, in terms of, um, positivity and and thinking of things positive, that doesn't mean that things are always perfect. And that doesn't mean that it's going to come easy and that you just, now I'm a positive person and I'm always a positive person because I crossed this bridge and now I live in positive land. You kind of go back and forth. It's a a perspective. Mm -hmm. And it's a choice. You can bring a perspective to your life. And 
when bad things happen, because bad things will happen to every human being, right. We're uh, not immune then to... you realize that it's not going to go on forever. And this isn't the story of my life. Mm-hmm. This is a chapter of my life. It will end. Things will get better. And just knowing that that's a positive perspective to get you through that tough situation. And sometimes we go through those things so we can be the person to help someone else. Mm-hmm. And I and I recently had that happen in my life, a you know, difficult situation I went through when I was younger. I've now been placed in a similar situation, someone about the same age, very similar situation. And I can say, hey, let me walk beside you because I know, I, I don't know exactly. I can't say I, I know know exactly but I can really empathize deeper than anybody else of what you're going through and then you just that bad thing happened now I'm going to turn it to positive and Mm -hmm. you know I'm going to take it and make something good come out of it because you're right we are not immune but positivity is a choice we were talking about on on another show um, it was a joke that we wanted to come up with kind of like Jimmy Fallon does his thank you notes maybe we should start going thank you COVID you know, and and mine was a joke about thank you, COVID, for making me not look like a horrible parent for not having lunch with my child. Because now they say you can't have lunch. I'm like, thank you, COVID. <laughs> You're, mm-hmm. I am now not looking like a bad parent when I can't leave work and go have lunch with my child. So it's jokes like mm-hmm. that of there's something, even in the worst of situations, there is something positive that can come of it. It's you got to stop and look. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes it's just, you know what? I got up this morning. That that's it. Like I brushed my teeth, I got up. I have a plaque on my wall that says, "Congratulations, Amy came to work today." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Uh, yeah. And John, I remember you saying um when the coronavirus stuff stuff uh, started to hit that you were making a playlist to go along with it. Oh, yeah. Did, did you complete that p- playlist? Uh, it's yep. It's still in progress, but yeah, we have about 40 or 50 songs for the coronavirus, you know, I will survive, you know, that kind of thing. Well, okay, so then I have to get, I got to get nerdy with you guys for a second because I can't not get nerdy. So there is this thing, it's a magical thing about music. And so music is the only modality with words that goes into the right side of the brain. And so it can speak wonders to you if you're using the right music because the left side of our brain, we filter messages and we chunk the things we don't want. Music goes into the right side and it actually hits your subconscious. So if you are down, play happy play some good music and your spirit will elevate mm. just by the music or music that makes you laugh because of the yeah. irony of the situation the irony, yeah. yes. you know and so that that music can speak good messages into our life or not so good messages so watch those lyrics but that's mm. why you can feel so pumped after song or you can feel happy it's because it's going into the right side of the brain and we're not filtering out those messages mm-hmm. we're just taking in positivity We're going to take one more break and then we're going to come back. We've got a couple more tips and we are going to also talk about some of the resources that are available. Some great event that's coming up that um, is available to people. And we will talk about that when we come back. And we got to talk about Judge Mac. Uh, Oh, you got a story. That's worth it. Okay. (laughs) We'll be right back after this. We have the safest food supply in the world. Strict laws and regulations restrict the usage of hormones, antibiotics, and pesticides within our food supply. Production agriculture practices and technologies such as the use of GMOs, which is not any more or less risky than conventional crop production, has allowed American farmers to produce more food on less acres in environmentally sound ways. Find out more online at pathtoplate.tamu.edu. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension. Helping Texans make lives better. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. In 1915, the Extension Program was established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 
4-H and Youth, and Family and Consumer Sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at 1 o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour. Welcome back. This is the Extension Hour, and we're talking about people, programs, and partnerships, and we're talking about the Behavioral Health and Suicide Prevention Task Force, which is a group that's gotten together to do some really amazing things um, to address behavioral health and to prevent suicides. And um, the, this group has been going on for a little over a year now, and the, some groundwork definitely way before that. But um, one of the things we want to mention that's coming up is the Community Help Expo. Yes, exciting. Yes, so this will be a, um, hopefully, we don't know. So it was it was scheduled to happen in May, right? It was supposed to be our one-year anniversary. Yeah. Yes. So we had 450 whatever at the first one, and then we we're going to have 1,000 at the second one, and we've had to move it down the road, move it down the road. So now we've got it set for November 12th. November 12th. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's going to be phenomenal. It's a community help expo where uh, you can find out more about all the different work groups. You can hear some experts talking in panels and some Q&A sessions and stuff like that. Um, it's just an awesome way to plug in to what all is being built and you will help us grow it. Mm -hmm. Just by connecting, it helps us spread our, our safety net. Right. And so uh, Extension has been, um, so we've always done physical health kind of mm -hmm. thing. So food, nutrition, health and wellness, physical activity, those kinds of health things. But um, recently there's been more focus on mental health as well. And then um, after Hurricane Harvey hit and um, caused, you know, lots of devastation, there was um, funding that was put into what's called a Rebuild Texas Fund. And fortunately, the people who developed that fund recognized the mental health aspects of disasters and yeah. hurricanes and um, rebuilding mm -hmm. and recovering from something like a hurricane. And so they put in some money to uh, in Rebuild Texas to help address mental health. And so Extension um, was... Well, so up in the panhandle, they did a peace of mind conference where they had a group, um, community awareness type thing. So that was happening, and then um, this was happening here in Montgomery County, and I was talking with some of the specialists, and I said, you should, you should know, you, you need to know about the things that are happening in Montgomery County. Like, this is just, it's, it's amazing to see all of these people come together and, and to uh, work on this. And they were like, well, you know, we need to, we would like to host another conference. We've got some money um, to do that, and so we would like to host a conference. Do you think um, Montgomery County would be interested? And I was like, uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Most definitely. So um, we chose not to call it a peace of mind conference here in the Houston area. There's a peace of mind foundation in the um, in the Houston area. We didn't want to get um, confusion confusion yeah. with because the, they do some really awesome work right. um, in in their um, realm and what they're working on. So came up with the idea of community help. And it's H-E-L-P, so community help, because um, we talk about mental health, and then we talk about community help. And so health and help sound a lot Well, we like. could also it's, do peace of mind, like a little peace. I, yes. That's, oh, yeah. John really, really wanted that. I know. He did. But, but Meredith said no. <laughs> anyway, so it's going to be the Community Help Expo. Um, so November 12th, and we're going to have... Um, so it's going to happen one way or another. Some some way. It's like, yes. what can you control? That's what we're, yeah. we're asking That's and right. answering. Mm -hmm. And it will, something will happen on that yeah. day. So we will do what we can at the uh, Lone Star Convention Center in Conroe. And then um, have some um, streaming technology opportunities for people I think to we've got the well. whole building, if, yes. if that's correct. Like, yes. at first we start, oh, well, we'll take part of it and... We're like, as we keep going, as more interest keeps uh, coming in about it, Judge Mack goes, we'll just take the whole building, yeah. <laughs> which was phenomenal. And that will help with social distancing. Yeah. Um, there's funding built in to make sure that everybody's got proper PPE, mm -hmm. uh, personal protective yeah. <laughs> equipment. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it will, be, it will be safe and it will be, um, they just provide a lot of helpful information. 
um, for the community. And then that'll also, um, community help is also what will be the name of the website for the Behavioral Health and Suicide Prevention Task Force. So communityhelp.org is going to happen. I think it'll be well. dot com. Dot com. Wasn't it it? Dot com? Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's a dot com. Okay. Um, but that'll be phenomenal. We got treated to some previews of the pages and everything. It's going to be super easy to use. So even when you're in one of those heightened anxiety states, you can navigate because it'll be clear, concise, get you where you need to be and get you in touch with somebody who can help you. It's not a 50 click thing. It's, you know, quick and get it. Even if it means that it's going to be duplicated information on different pages, it just no matter where they go, they're, it's going to point them in the right direction. So yeah. Yeah. no, no uh, page not found. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's frustrating. <laughs> so I, one thing I, I just wanted to uh, just to go back to the overall purpose of the Behavioral Health and Suicide Prevention Task Force. Um, our mission statement is um, to uh, to reduce the stigma of mental health and lowering the rate of suicide in Montgomery County. Those are two specific overarching goals that all these work groups are working towards. Mm -hmm. And in, you know, I think we're making progress on reducing the stigma about mental health, Mm -hmm. but we really need to go further with it. Mm -hmm. I don't know why we separate mental health from physical health, because last I checked, the brain was Mm -hmm. part of your body. Yeah, it it is. You know, but sidebar, you know, why is uh, vision and dental not part of your health insurance? But uh, I digress. <laughs> it's <a topic laughs> it's all health. It's all health, right? right? Mm-hmm. So when you schedule your once or twice a year dental cleaning, mm-hmm. why not do a, a mental health checkup? Talk to a counselor just to review things. Hey, I'm here to see you just to see you know, just to make sure I'm okay. Here's some things that have been going on, what I've been talking about, or what and what what's the thoughts been going through my head, and find out, you know, and chances are you'll be fine. But if not, you've already built a connection and you have a way to, to get help. Yeah, and I always tell people that finding a counselor is kind of like dating. It might not be the first one. So if you kind of check that out and then realize when you're not in crisis, when you're not stressed, that, hey, we we mesh. You know, I feel comfortable with this person. I like their style. Then when you do need them and something pops up, um, you already know. If not, that can be so frustrating when you're trying to date, when you're stressed as a date, you know, um, in that it's that thing of you might not click with everyone. And you don't have to. Everybody's personality is different. The therapist knows it. The counselor knows it. Um, And we're taught that even in grad school is that you won't click with anyone. So when you realize, hey, this isn't good, it's your ethical duty to refer to someone that can better help them if it exceeds your ability. Um, And so like John's saying, like, just go find somebody. So uh, uh, like six months ago, I was not in a crisis state, but I was taking my own advice to heart. I want to have a mental health well-being check. So I started shopping for a therapist Mm -hmm. and I approached it like a project, right? So I did a spreadsheet. I did Google research. I had my my questions that I would call and ask each therapist. And then I would score them. I had a one to 10 rating on each of the categories. And I called the one who's the who is the highest score, you know, and, and it worked out. Right. And that's what I want exactly for that reason. I want to have the communication channel open before the crisis hits because after the fact it's too late. Right. Yeah. And someone might say, Hey John, can't you send me your spreadsheet? But the reality is, is that what works for John may not work for me. So I can't just always take, um, what John says works for him and, just try to fit it in my life. It's, it's a journey you have to go on for yourself. But I do think the project approach would work. Yeah. You know, you can reframe the questions to, to yeah. about that what framework, matters yes. to you. Yes, I think it's a great But then just framework. have it, and I am happy to share it. So uh, bhsp uh, at gmail.com. And uh, all inquiries and any any questions about the group or anything else that this conversation has stirred up, we'd love to have you. I can send you information, invite you to our next. Uh, we have a our next Zoom meetings coming up in 
August 20th, I believe. It's a Thursday from 11 to noon. Uh, If you want to dial into that, just email and I will get an invitation to you. Um, It's it's phenomenal. Last last we skipped July in June, we had 54 participants. Mm -hmm. So it's it's phenomenal. It's so encouraging. When I get off that call, I always feel 10 times better than before Mm -hmm. I got on the call. Just being around people like Kelly and Amy, you know, multiply that times 10. And those are the people that you're working with. So it's phenomenal. And, and we just have a minute or two left. You had a story to tell about Dr. About uh, Judge Mack? Oh, I, we're all out of time. So oh, Judge Mack. Oh, he left us hanging. <laughs> so we will try to get no, Judge Mack. Judge oh. Mack is all right. You know, right. he's okay. But <laughs> one day I saw him getting into his truck and I saw that he had Green Bay Packer floor mats. And being a Chicago transplant, mm-hmm. I immediately reacted to the Green Bay Packer floor mats because I'm a Chicago Bear fan. So, mm-hmm. and we're just historic rivals. But put all that aside mm-hmm. for the sake of the task force. <laughs> Do good things. <laughs> and Judge Mack is phenomenal. This mm-hmm. was his vision, and his energy got it going. And I am just thrilled and honored to be uh, connected with it. It's helped me and blessed my life in a million different ways. And if I can repay that in any way to our community, well, that's what I'm here to do. And the Community Help Expo, November 12th. Yes. And and we didn't even get a chance to talk about, we're going to have to do one just about the um, expo. Um, Kevin Hines is going to be our keynote speaker. So awesome story there. Um, But we're out of time. We're going to be, we'll, we'll be back. Will you guys yeah, come back sometime? Sure. We'll get Judge Mack in here as well. Yeah. And we'll talk a little bit more. Give Because I think this is uplifting, really great information mm-hmm. for everybody that's listening. Um, listening to the Extension Hour, where we try to help Texans make their lives better with our people, our programs, and our partnerships. I'm Amy Ressler, County Extension Agent for Family and Community Health, and we will be back next Friday. Today's show was recorded and broadcasted live on IRLoneStar.com, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and all rights and ownership are reserved to Lone Star Community Radio. For more information regarding this program and Lone Star Community Radio, visit us online at IRLoneStar.com. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station, serving the community with local programming on TV, radio, and online. If you enjoyed today's program, please support us by sponsorship or starting your own show. Contact us today by phone or text at 936-666-1084 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.